0: I've seen that, and I don't know what it is.
1: <laughs> Matt added that. It said Matt added it. I don't know what it is. No, no, no.
0: It's someone else who added it. it had M. No, no. It, it's a third person. It's not Matt. Matt has a picture, not an M. Go look at it. It's not Matt. How it's, would somebody have? I have don't have to know.
1: Somebody like I had to get an invite to add.
0: Yeah. So if okay, okay. So when you look we at need the to top, talk about this on air. No. If you we are on air. If you look at the top, there are Matt, Stacy, and then M. Beeler thirty five. And that's the person who added that song. M.
1: Beeler? What the heck?
0: Are you serious? <laughs> who is that?
1: Mike. Mike Byler!
0: Oh, Mike Halteman? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no way. That's amazing. That's amazing.
1: Mike Byler added one song.
2: <laughs>
0: Mike Halteman. Just coming in strong.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I the said... mystery...
0: I haven't listened I haven't listened to the song yet. The
1: mystery is you solved.
2: You have to hear the Hold on, the mystery
1: is solved. We were like we were listening and I said, Where we, did this song come we from? We thought
2: Matt was being funny, and it was Mike. There's a love in my soul that's for all humankind How I wish they'd obtain Cause salvation's so free Cause I cannot believe what He's loved it for me Oh, I am reading through the awesome power of Jesus His blood is a cleansing His cross is life-giving His spirit us guiding I cannot contain it My soul just spills it So thank you dear Jesus for your gift of love from above.
1: So we heard this, and I thought, oh, wow, this is the ultimate prank. Matt added a song. Oh, my face You hurts. didn't even
0: notice, like, it's a completely different picture. No. Like, not Matt at all.
1: I know, oh, I know. my God. This is the um, most amazing hey, addition. It's staying they, on there.
0: They, they, this is what they play every morning at uh, Halteman Family Meets to get hyped up to cut meat. Right. <laughs> ah, they, they, yeah. they blare this to the
1: right. speakers. That's
2: right. The Lord, baby. Hey, Blessing that meat.
1: We were getting ready for, like Date night or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it cranked on on our turtle box. And we're like listening. We were dancing in the bathroom. We were like, this is amazing. (laughs) I don't care. It's getting me hyped.
2: I did a jig. All right, let's get to it. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel, owner of Reload Rub and Seasoning. I have sitting across from me, Jeremy, the booge, the kitchen whitener. Next to him is our sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, showrunner, Miss Stacy.
1: Hey, guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, Still working on the timing. So we have an excellent, excellent episode here. Oh,
1: I've been dying for this episode. Excellent adventure. I didn't even
2: get it out. But excellent episode for you guys today. Uh, We have a great guest who's going to be coming on. He is a professional sports team chef. I won't tell you the team yet. That's a surprise for later. Or
1: but, teams.
2: Ooh. ooh. Hey. Uh-huh. So you're gonna, you're gonna want to stick around for this guy. Uh, we got some great war stories coming up in the third segment.
1: What it's like to cook for some athletes. Uh huh. Special things you may
2: yeah. be seeing in the locker room. Sports ball players. Uh, mm. But but in the second segment, guys, we're gonna be talking about uh, catering, food trucks, and cooking for the masses. Things of that nature. If you want to get into competition barbecue, this guy may have some tips for you in that realm but first we're gonna do what we always do we're gonna catch up
0: how about a little a little drinky drink? Yes. Drinky poo. Drink. Let's go. So, as you guys know, I was at the uh, the beach a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Ty and I are getting coffee at this local coffee shop right in uh, John's Pass, a little downtown area. Oh, I used to and go to
1: John's Pass all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah my right there Treasure ah! Island.
0: <laughs> so uh, next to the coffee shop there, uh, I'm like uh, sitting in the car waiting for us so to pay for parking, so we're just grabbing a coffee. I look over and there's this new store. It's um it's like a gift shop. It's called uh, Big Dick's Salty Semen. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, oh. so, I got us all shot glasses that say Big Dick Salty Semen on oh it. Oh my gosh. Look at it. Uh, we yeah. have a
1: gift. Oh, this is uh, staying in the studio. This B- is amazing. Oh, Big Dick Salty
0: Semen. Um, and so, to go in Big Dick Salty Semen, um, Bardstown sent me a little gift package the other day. Oh, nice. And this is a bottle of their barrel aged old fashioned mix. So, uh, this is a fully ready to uh, go old fashioned barrel aged uh, house bourbon blended for. Uh, Blend aged for at least three months. um, Barrel-aged, old-fashioned. So uh, Let's let's go. So, is this
1: available for purchase anywhere?
0: How would I know that? I don't know.
1: Well, I I mean, like, if it's delicious, (laughs) I want to be able to get more. It's a gift. Brandon. We're going to have
2: to ask Brandon. Yeah, this is just a little 200 mil. um, I'm assuming if he's getting it, it's going to be for sale, if not now, at some point.
1: He does have the back-end entrance (laughs) for them.
2: You know me coming in the back-end. Always.
1: With salty semen.
0: The big dick salty semen. (laughs) um let's try this this is exciting here we
1: go.
0: all right here oh my go. gosh look
1: how much of the bottle got used well it, really it, it's only a
0: 200 mil bottle it's, it's like a two serving bottle no we're gonna we're gonna drink the whole thing if it's good so ah, okay. so salami cheers, cheers to Slimey. big dicks and salty semen hey man mm, cheers and to you at home <laughs> yeah Mmm. yum Ooh, i taste the orange in there
2: mm. you know what, delicious. I, what what i like about it is it's got the bur- it's bourbon forward
0: Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's bourbon forward. It, you almost you taste. It's like you're drinking bourbon, but there's a little sweetness at that the
2: tiny end, tiny bit, like
0: a, on yeah. your lips. From my understanding, they make the whole mix: the bourbon, the sugar, the bitters, all that jazz. Put that into a barrel mm. and age it
2: for three months, and then bottle it. What Su- a
1: treat! Sugar is
2: where it's at. It's just yeah. like a smooth, velvety sugar. I love oh, the yeah. shot glass. Mm. Yeah.
1: This is so amazing. Thank Isn't you. This is great, yeah. yeah. I figured- uh,
0: And
2: it's got a good burn, man. Yeah. It's a nice salt. They
0: have a lot of funny gift shops there, and they had, in uh, mm. one of them, they had a t-shirt. It was like the Morton Salt logo, and it just said, um, I'm a salty bitch. And I almost got that one for you, oh! Stacey. <laughs> um, but then I had to find a shirt for Joel, and I was just like, oh, I don't know. Does <laughs> I have a small penis? Yeah, yeah. they didn't have it. Um, <laughs> so. there's
1: a, Now, there's a place that I used to go to in John's past that we would always go. It was a restaurant- um, and they had, like, the best New England clam chowder there. there. Uh, uh, um, is it Scully's?
0: The Friendly Fisherman is there. There's, like, a Bubba Gump Shrimp Co. Which is like, you no. know, whatever. I but think it's called Scully's like,
1: or Sully's or... So,
0: John's Pass is, like, where all the uh, boats come in and bring all the fresh catch every single day. So, like, you get, like, fresh grouper and stuff. When we were there, like, the red tide was going on and stuff, like, just, like, a couple weeks prior. So, like, we didn't really eat any, like, fresh Ew, fish. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the free fish you want on the beach, though. So, I mean, it was kind of cool. Blech.
2: Okay, all right. Well, let's move on from that. Um, so, little update I wanted to talk about is one. Uh, I I've uh I'm having a little bit of knee trouble, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been, it's been fun, fun. yeah because you know been, he didn't want to do the um, been on your knees too much. Well, you know how I, I working hard. Well, you know I, pra- I pray the, I pray the, really hard, Jeremy. On the corner, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back, back no, the
1: up. Murph though we. we... You know he bitched out on the Murph. Well, oh yeah, yeah, because of that. his knee injury.
2: They say that I have. Yeah, you
0: said he couldn't do because uh, because the Murph is uh, running. He couldn't do that because of his knees. Um, Push ups, you couldn't do that because of your wrists. Pull ups, you couldn't do because your back. And then <laughs> running, you couldn't do. Oh, sit up, sit ups, you couldn't do because your back also. And then the running, you also couldn't do. I'm so, falling
2: apart. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm turning old, but the uh, I. I it's getting worse and worse, and I finally went and got it checked out. They want to do an MRI, but it turns out she's about 98% sure that I have a torn meniscus.
0: Oh. And is he's going to need surgery. Like a sports ball injury?
2: It's more of a snowboarding injury. Oh,
0: when, when did you go snowboarding in Like
1: 1989? 17 years ago. <laughs> 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 yeah, I
0: was in kindergarten, you old bitch. <laughs> okay, yeah.
2: Now, uh, now that, she is asking me when I've ever hurt that, that knee, and that's the only time I could ever... Think about it, it was back when I was in my early 20s and I heard it snowboarding jumping off like a six foot, you know, drop, huh. but it, it was fine for years. But the, I guess last, what, eight years, it's just been hiking, everything. It just bothers me. But mm-hmm. the last.
1: It's really hindered Like the last, what you can do.
2: The last six months or however long it's been, it's been just Kicking my ass, and I'm over it.
1: Luckily, you don't need your knees to barbecue. I'm getting,
2: so. I'm getting fat as shit. Can't exercise or nothing. We'll have to make it like a special wheelchair
0: so you can barbecue, like get cl- real close to the oh, camp chef. You know, I need yeah. one of those
2: walkers with the tennis balls on it. Oh, there you go.
0: Yeah. We need yeah. to
1: make sure we don't schedule this surgery before Egg Fest because we got to be on our game. I know the guys over at Smoky Boys Grilling. They're gonna, they're coming for us. Okay, we're so. gonna. I heard, I, heard
0: the, I heard they were talking some smack. Uh, okay, yeah, they yeah, were. They're pulling well, out
1: all the stops. Like celebrity cooks gonna be cooking at our. Booth. I can, I can understand
0: though that they. will Lost, lost to us every single year so yes. you know
1: no but i'll tell you what like those <laughs> cornbread shots they made last time so good
0: those were they, a solid second place dish
1: they were they were I,
0: they I, solid, the, what they should have put out
2: there was a the smoked moon pies that was fantastic those were really good. oh yeah yeah that was yeah. stacy's first encounter with the moon pie yeah um in other not
1: cream and other sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's
2: hey, so bad. your dad listens to I'm this. Sorry. Okay, it just, it, I didn't say it, it on a dish.
1: And I had, yeah,
2: all right. You know, but
1: he just served it for me, so
2: I gotta look him in the eye later. All right. Uh, so in downtown uh, Knoxville, um, wrought iron news.
1: Can I step in? Yes.
2: Is this is a new
0: segment, downtown
2: Knoxville <laughs> wrought and <there's> iron. Footage.
0: <laughs> news. Oh, footage this time. There's footage. Oh, but M- more heel peeing in your parking lot. No, listen, though. even better. Better, footage, the footage so, yes.
1: can't be put out on the, on, it's, it's yeah, explicit it's X-ray, content. X-rated,
0: buddy. Well, we're going to have to go to break so I can watch this. No, uh, you'll watch uh, it <laughs> on the air. There's no sound.
1: There's no sound. Oh my God, pull it up. Well, well, yeah. So tell the story. Well, right. Let me pour
2: myself another drink. Yeah, <laughs> get ready for this. <laughs> so, you know, we are-
1: Video available for private oh, message on that Reload sir. podcast. Thank you, sir. Top me
2: off. I, so I, um, our shop is in, a part of town that back in the day was the bee's knees. And that makes me sound really old saying bee's knees, but it was <laughs> back when you had knees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back when they were nice and they worked. Yeah. So, uh, but they the city of Knoxville has been really pumping money into the downtown area, which has helped with a lot. They got a lot of great businesses down there. I heard great. they have
0: some custom wrought iron fencing. Can um, I just give them down a there. teaser
2: around the trees? Yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: my god! (laughs) What the hell? They were like at her knees! Oh my god. <laughs> so I gotta get the
1: backstory. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, that's just the picture. That's I,
2: not even the video. I gotta get the backstory. This lady, we get we get street walkers, <laughs> drug addicts, homeless Fuckers. people all the time. <laughs> this, this lady f- is all of the above. Yeah. <laughs> she walks into the office, and my aunt is our office manager, and she's the only one in there. And she and she comes in and she's just, you know, she you can tell she's geeking and she looks at my aunt. dirty and. Does she, she have
0: clothes on at this point. She, she yeah, had clothes on. Okay. Uh, she goes,
2: she looks at my aunt, she goes, I, I need your clothes. And she goes, excuse me? And she goes, yeah, I really need, you. these clothes came out of a dumpster. They're disgusting. I need your clothes.
1: And then she was like, I need that jacket because I'm burning up.
2: Yeah. Well, hang on. I'm good. Sorry. But In then, the world? so then my, my aunt is like, uh, you don't mess with her. All right. Yeah. Okay, and she, okay, and she, yeah. And she can hold her own. She's like, you need to leave. Yeah. And she goes, well, can, my brother's got this big, huge puppy jacket that's been over in the corner for wintertime. Yeah. And he's like, she goes, well, well, can I have that? I'm burning up. I need that jacket. And she goes, you need to get out or I'm calling the police. Yeah. So she leaves. An hour later, cops are all over the, the road out there, right in front of our shop. I got video of this and on front of our security cameras. This woman comes walking around the side of the building, but... Ass naked, and I don't know if she <laughs> crapped herself or what. There's stuff all or over her like stomach. Railroad, when, you, when you look
1: maybe at the grease from the railroad, I don't, don't want to look at that picture when closely. You, you, there's we,
0: something all over her stomach. I thought it was like a tattoo or yeah, something. Then, no, no, that could definitely be feces. I thought it, yeah. I thought it
1: was a tube top around so, her boobs. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> she pulled something down. No, it like that's no, under, belly. That's just, no,
2: that's so. You see my parking lot? How it's got like you know weeds and gravel? Yeah. Okay, she reaches down and grabs gravel and dirt and just rubs it all into her hair. You gotta exfoliate, I guess. I guess, I guess he was too greasy up there. But uh, as soon as soon as she starts walking up the road, here come the cops, and they, <laughs> these cops—they have to do something. But yeah. she's getting
1: closer to them. They don't want to touch this girl. No, I wouldn't they're, they're either. Like, they're, like, they're like, they're like, whoa. Whoa. Stay whoa, whoa! 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 And then, like, hey! Hey! <laughs> hey!
0: Referring back to an earlier episode, this is a uh, uh, hot sauce Holtzman. Uh, this is his ultimate fighting technique right here. <laughs> she this, was pulled this, it out. This lady listened to the episode. she didn't fight you. She, uh-huh. she. You thought it couldn't work for women. I did. All you have to do is shit on yourself, <laughs> and then it works perfectly.
2: Uh, man, Scott just nailed that technique. If he you all want to know that technique, if you haven't listened, you got to go look back. Episode ninety eight. As- episode ninety eight. No, no,
1: listen. <laughs> She was totally coming for Angie with she, a naked technique. Oh,
2: I think she was, dude, because she had on a mission back up the sidewalk to our office. Oh, She was trying to get back in after that. I think she was going back up Ooh. there, Show saying, her, yeah. "I'm naked now. You got to give me your clothes." I think that yeah. was what was coming up. But those, <laughs> the cops got there. The, the cops then, when they when they had her when they had her turn around. I mean, they were like barely touching her with their fingers, and, like she was, like
0: you <laughs> know. Well, like, I'm sure they had like gloves
2: and stuff. Like it's still disgusting, but they took two fingers like push her down at the car.
0: Oh. oh, man. So, uh, yeah, so anyways, I, I, I love how this is a recurring segment.
1: Yeah,
2: like, those, those fantastic. What's,
1: what's on Joel's security cam? That's it.
2: <laughs> so, another day in the life right there. So, all right. Well, y'all got anything else? Any other catch ups? I
1: mean, that was all I wanted to talk about.
0: You gotta follow that up. I can't, I can't follow that
1: up. I can't Come follow now. it up. No, everything's good.
0: I got new internet installed today, but like that was about <laughs> it. That that was my catch up. I was super excited. I got gigabyte internet installed in my house today, and the speeds are blazing fast. Isn't and it I'm great? Su- I'm super excited about it. We got a mesh router, Ooh. so we have like a router in three different rooms. Like we have such good signal all over the house now. Oh. It's so nice.
2: I might want to look into a mesh router.
0: They're really good. We got the uh, the Eero uh, Pro Six from uh, Amazon. Actually makes it, uh, but they're uh, three separate routers and they bounce off each other. So we have like one in. The- uh, Oh. room one in our bedroom one in the basement and so like we have amazing service everywhere in the house super excited about um, that just teaser we no do one have here is cool, though.
1: we do have Eggfest coming up and we have a new teammate oh. that's going to be joining us for mm. for egg so Te- you know them. we'll tease that
0: <laughs> well let's think we're, a- we're actually bringing a celebrity we, we are, are bringing a celebrity oh, oh you're right yeah, a celebrity. Um, yeah. Suck on that, Smokey Boys. I actually heard... <laughs> yeah, to
1: sign, to sign some autographs.
0: Uh, I actually heard uh, multiple people on our team have been uh, on the Food Network, actually.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Absolutely.
2: Hmm. hmm. One of them
1: hasn't yet. Just kiss my ass. And <laughs> <laughs> right. a break. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: being said, let's head to break, and we <laughs> we'll we see you guys on the other side. What's up, y'all? When it comes to meat, the TRP crew chooses only the best. Altman Family Meats. At HaltemanFamilyMeats.com, they bring you the true butcher shop experience. Fresh meat, never frozen, and shipped straight to your door. Your order comes to you neatly packaged in butcher paper, trimmed, and ready to cook, guys. You no longer have to worry about cleaning up your cuts for you and your guests. Simply unwrap, cook, and serve. They have the best prime Angus fillets, dry-aged ribeyes, hand-pressed burgers, stuffed with cheddar cheese, and smoked bacon, y'all. But let's not forget, you got to add a few packages like that or skirt steak for the best steak tacos you'll ever sink your teeth into. So, right now, go to HaltemanFamilyMeats.com and use code TRP21, and you'll save 15% off the butcher shop experience that will change your life. HaltemanFamilyMeats.com. All right, guys, so we are back from the break, and we have our special guest here. His name is Todd Lopez. He is the former post-game chef for the Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup winners, y'all.
4: Yep, two in a row.
2: That's right. (laughs) Two in a row. Yeah, they were back-to-back. Yep, Uh, back-to-back. That's right. And currently, currently, he is the Hall of Fame chef for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, He's a KCBS judge and a barbecue pitmaster, y'all, so stick around. You're going to want to hear a lot of what this man has got to say and add into you. So what we're getting into now, guys, we're going to be talking about competition cooking, food trucks, and catering. But before we do that, Todd, welcome to the TRP studio, bro. Glad to have Thank you on. Thank you
4: guys. Thanks for having me. It's a, it's an honor to be here. You know, when I uh when my buddy Ryan from Southern Dance turned me on to you guys, you know, I I, I as as anybody any anybody who uh it, you know, strolls your website and <laughs> see you guys are some great people and Thank you. uh definitely definitely excited.
2: All right, man. So you reside in Florida and yep. um you uh do some, have done some K- KCBS judgings, you barbe- your barbecue pit master, but what, mm-hmm. like, what's your, what's your cooking for our listeners at home? What's your cooking background? Like what uh, you of, into it. What got of, what got you started? Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, um, it all started with barbecue. My, uh, my dad is, um, a KCBS master judge. My stepmother is a KCBS master judge, um, at about high school. Um, I, I've always I've had I've always enjoyed cooking, so um, barbecue. My dad uh, is real good friends with Doctor Barbecue Ray Lampy. Um, oh, wow! He's um, yeah, he's done some um, some cooking with Ray. I've cooked with Ray. Um, we
0: cooked
1: beside Ray. Yeah,
4: we, we cooked next to
1: Ray. Yeah, at uh, Egg Fest two years ago. <laughs> I don't know and if that counts as with great but, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great guy.
4: Yes, yes, he yeah, is. Um, yeah. So you know. It's barbecue. I um I that that's what's gotten me in every kitchen job that that I've had. Um, I started a restaurant in Tampa. It was called Smoke. Um, they you know learned that I was a barbecue guy. They needed help, so I went into this and you know helped them with their recipes, getting their you know fine tuning things for them. And that's 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 where that open that's opened so many doors for me. Believe it or not, barbecue is 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 my love and my passion.
2: So you, um, besides, you don't, do you have any kind of professional culinary training or are you just a guy who just loves to cook? Like us. Like us.
4: So I'm a guy that loved to cook and I, um, I was brought into restaurants and I learned, um, sweat equity. I mean, I've, I've had some amazing executive chefs, you know, I can say, um, there's an amazing restaurant in Tampa called Mise en Place, um. Smoke was started by the executive sous-chef, who then chef de cuisine, Tony Bruno. He wanted help with barbecue. You know, People knew us in town. Yeah, got yeah. Me into, so I got to work with some amazing chefs. Chef Brent Lewis, who's the executive over at uh, Raymond James for the Buccaneers. Chef Waylon Nelson, he's the uh, EC over with the Lightning. Amazing people that I've been able to, because of barbecue, learn, you know, learn, Sweat equity, man. Putting the time in.
2: Well, and that's, to me, man, some of the best cooks Our out there. Cooks. Are, well, the sweat equity ones. Yeah. Because I feel like the culinary training, although be excellent. I'm not crapping on culinary training. Yeah. No, no, I'm, just, I'm just saying it can get in your head.
0: Well, I think like Absolutely. if you have a passion for cooking, you're going to learn in no matter what situation you're sure. in. Yeah. Whereas if you go through a program, you might not have that passion. You were just looking for a program. To and go textbooks through. and Agreed. An Agreed. diploma yeah. or mm-hmm. something like that. 100%. But like Rachel,
1: Ray, Rachel Ray is a self.
0: I've never heard of her. Yep. Has she? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You've heard of her. She makes, she makes, she makes good dogs. <laughs> She's food. from my hometown oh, in upstate no. New York, but you know, oh, you guys know each other. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. You, it's someone you went to like school with and stuff. Oh, my dad cooked with her mom, but I mean, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. With her. He, he worked with her. Is she
0: on Instagram? I'll look her up.
1: Um, that I don't know. Okay. I don't I'll know. figure it out. Later. But anyway, she's a self-proclaimed home chef or a home cook. You know, yep. not a chef, but um, you know, a home cook, and that mm-hmm. and that speaks volumes for sure.
2: Absolutely. All right. So you've been in the restaurant biz for a while. Yep. You're ha- you're used to cooking for a lot of people. You're used to coming coming up with exactly. recipes. Yeah. Um, you know, for people that are out there, talk about your KCBS judging. You said your, your parents, are they, uh,
4: master judges, they're master, master, judges. master judges. So they, um, they're master judges. So they get to sit at a different table.
2: Ah, mm-hmm. away from the common folk. And they,
4: most master judges judge the pro competitions because in most KCBS competitions, you have a pro Cat, you have pro side and you have the backyard side and in my personal opinion i like the backyard guys because the backyard em. guys are they're have they're they're lighting a bonfire they're you know <laughs> yeah they're they're cooking great food but they're also they're, they're they're in my opinion they're the they're the the true root of what barbecue is about I there's a it. social
1: Actually. aspect to it you got the music Absolutely. going you know you've yep. got you know, good food, you got that food porn going Hello on, ship. you know, cracking some cold ones. You've got, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, that social aspect. Barbecue is that, that's that family. Yep.
4: So now, it's not It's not to say that it's not that way on the pro side, because when I cooked with Ray, it's completely, dude, it's serious business. These guys are making, you know, they're, 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 they're winning money. They're winning considerable money if they, you know, re- when, you know, reserve grand champion or grand champion.
2: Yeah. So, do you still do that, or is that something that you uh, have kind of gotten out of since your your per your job you have now?
4: No, I'm I'm not. I haven't done a competition like um, I've done like little egg. I've done egg fests. Um, like my friends over at Grill and Provisions, Danny Hernandez. You know where you guys yeah. can be bought in the Tampa Bay area, by the way. Hey, um, yeah. hey, solid plug, reload um, seasoning. And let me tell you. Go get them because they're amazing. But um, no, so you know it's. Um, I I look at it like my um. Like, I'll give you an example. So when I was when I was cooking with Ray at we were cooking in um in Lakeland. Okay, it was the State of Florida Barbecue Championships, and me being a kitchen guy, I decided to clean his trailer <laughs> but I cleaned his trailer with bleach. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ray was not happy with me at all. <laughs> 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 the door, he's like, who the hell cleaned this effing kitchen? I- <laughs> giving it me giving me the business. And let me tell you something. I get it now because you know what? It's it's business for those guys and there's a lot of money to be made. So I had to like air out his his trailer. I had to like wipe everything down with just water to get the bleach smell out. but um, uh and i got to meet jamie oliver because jamie oliver was actually there um cooking with a team and he brought his film crew so i'm standing in um, you know i'm helping uh, build their boxes the presentation boxes which in my personal opinion are bullshit and have no reason to be in barbecue just put the meat in the box in my opinion yeah but um, uh So Jamie Oliver rolls around the corner, and I step out and I look at him like I'm looking at the damn naked chef.
2: Like, (laughs) (laughs) hey! (laughs) So, all right. So competitions they can be pretty stressful. They can, you know, if I'm if I was somebody, which you know, we've all done competitions. We don't ever talk about it on the show ever. We don't.
0: We don't. We try to keep it to ourselves. Don't talk about trophies. It it comes up naturally from time to time. Yeah. So.
2: To everybody, this is out to the whole table here. You're going into a competition. Um, You've never done it before. You know, what can you, uh, how can we tell people what to expect? You know, because you're not just cooking for judges. You're cooking for the masses too. Yep. And you have to be prepared for that.
4: Yeah. If you're, well, if you're, if you want to make your money back, I always, you know, you're going to want to vend. So you're going to want to be vending something. If you're on the I mean, because it, it's it's a lot of money to do these competitions. Yeah. You know, you, you if you have you know, you got to pay for electricity, you got to pay for lights, you got to pay for the tent, you got to pay for the space, all the meats, unless you have a meat sponsor. Um, if you have a rub sponsor um, and most of these backyard guys don't. So it's a it's a pretty penny when they're um, when they're competing on the backyard side, the pro side. You know, those guys are sponsored. Everything is given to them by Smithfield, you know, whoever, you know, provisions company or meat company that they've teamed up with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the the outlay is a little bit less, but it's um it's a lot of money. And, you know, you got to vent and you are cooking for the masses and it, it can get away from you very quick, very quick.
2: So that's one thing that we experienced um, that I don't think... We yeah, were ready for.
0: We did a uh, not a KCB uh, KCBS event, but an EAT event. And uh, that's what killed us was the vending to the public uh, for eight hours. The right. uh, the competition part was a cinch. Uh, we did it right at the be right at the beginning. Uh, yep. we, we we prepared five dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a joy, and then after that, your uh, your adrenaline crashes because you're done with the judges, and now right. you, you got to vend for six more hours before award ceremony, and you're uh, you're running on fumes that whole time.
2: That's yep. it. It's a, it's a super long day. Most of these competitions are yep. done when it's hot outside. Yep.
4: Exactly.
0: You
2: know when it, when the weather's you know quote unquote nice. Yeah, um, yeah. You're working. I, I <laughs> you're working. You're in the weeds. <laughs> you are. You're, so you're in the pit. <laughs> I packed. Hey, Todd. I packed a cooler, huge cooler. I put all kinds of beer. I bought two cases of water, but I bought like three cases of beer because I thought us and our team. It's gonna be a we had some we had some family and friends come in and help us too. We're gonna to be having uh, fun. We're gonna be drinking. It's gonna be great. Yeah. We crushed all the water. That was gone. <laughs> None of us wanted beer. We were, we were dying.
0: We took out a cooler yeah. full of beer at the end of the day.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, and and the knots in your back were about the size of a grapefruit. Yeah, and your feet were like all scarred up from blisters and, and then wet. The, and all the people
2: that were getting food from us for free uh we're all complaining (laughs) because we couldn't keep we couldn't once the judging got done we couldn't catch back up yeah from from it so i think those are the nuances in competition you have to think about and be ready for it's not all fun and games depending on the competition right that you're doing because some competitions (laughs) what you you go there and you cook for 12 hours and then the judges come by and then you're done am i right exactly on that one right
4: well And you know what, there's, there's, there's competitions out there that, you know, that are basically for like, they're bragging rights competitions, like, you know, um, grilling provisions does a charity egg fest every year. They're doing, they have one that's coming up in October on the second and, um, you know, it's. It's um, it's for charity. It's you know, you but you have to buy your your place and you know, but you know, you're given charcoal and everybody creates a dish. So it's a little more creative. You're creating on the big green egg whatever you want to create on the big green egg. You got to sample like 500, you know, people for it, and there's sample sizes and you know, then there's judging and whatnot. And those are a lot of fun, but they're for bragging rights and yeah. you know, and we don't
1: know anything th- about bragging rights. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But no, it's like, you know, people don't need to win the reserve grand championship at Memphis in May. You know, you're 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 gonna be you know, if your passion is cooking, go cook and go have a good time with it.
2: Yeah, and I want I think people should also note and know about competitions. Let's say you like ribs, for instance. Most right. people, most backyard barbecuers, they won't fall off the bone ribs. Right. KCBS ribs, they're not that way. Uh, no
4: you bite you got to take a bite and show them half moon you know you got that's that's the key if you you bite into that rib you want to be able to see your perfect bite mark in that rib and you don't want to be biting into bone you want to you know you want to pull a rib out of a box that you know that's got some meat on the bone and not you know yeah. like doesn't fall off you know I, I see these guys on instagram and you know they're they're turning these bones out of these ribs yeah yeah they're overdone in yeah. my book you know, now mm-hmm. some people like fall off the bone. Mm-hmm. I like to bite. It. I like to bite on a rib and take a good yeah. bite out of it.
0: Our but, opinion on the show here is: if if you want to make pulled pork, just get yourself a pork butt instead of some ribs. <laughs> right,
4: exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> man. But
2: but you know, that's a lot of people think that's the way ribs should be. Yeah. And yeah. I'm using that, I mean, I'm, that, I'm using that as, as one example. Steak, yeah. Steaks are a whole other animal as well. well no, yeah.
0: I mean, like a technically perfect steak for SCA is medium. We all like our steaks medium yeah, right. rare. Uh-huh. But a technically perfect steak because it's much harder to That's do. It's not my perfect. You know, because, uh, you know, it, it's that perfect balance of that color. And they want the same thing with the ribs. They want the same thing with brisket. They want the same thing with chicken. Yep. Every cut, they want the hardest way to make it. They want that. Perfection is what they're looking for.
4: Hundred yeah, percent. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Which is what we
0: give them when we go to competition. Oh, every single time. And time.
4: money muscle out of and money muscle out of the pork butt. You know, yeah. You want that money muscle to be to be nice. You want it to be moist. You don't want it to be like dry as a bone. Like when you bite into it that. You know, you feel like you just, you know, took a s- drug your tongue across the first baseline at Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Hey,
2: well, hang <laughs> on <laughs> a minute. The chalk hang, line. hang on. This is, this, <laughs> this is new for me. The money muscle is new what, for you? Yeah. What's the money muscle? It, yeah.
0: It, there's a certain muscle inside of the pork butt that you isolate. It's supposed to be the most tender and flavorful muscle inside of that group of muscles in competition goes. Yeah, that one. Okay. Um, I, know, uh, yeah, I know what it is. It's now. a long you know, tubular one. Is now, I've seen right? it. Yeah. 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 And, uh... Thank
4: you for because you can almost slice it into, like, medallions. Yes, yeah. And um,
0: uh, they they want you to go so far as to isolate all the different parts of the pork butt and present them well to them. What? That's how crazy yes. KCBS is. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. Keep can that you, in mind, y'all. Can you, know? you
1: harvest out the money muscle and just cook that?
0: People do, yeah. But, like, you know, you, you, you want it to – I've seen a lot of people as, like, kind of cut it back and expose it so they can get some rub on it and then kind of close right. it back up. That way it stays tender in the center, but it still gets exposed to the rub. I knew what this was. I
2: just wanted our audience to – to, you know. Good. He's asking uh, the questions you, they want to know. Thank, thank you. Know. Right. That was, that was okay. Good. I'm here for yeah. the people. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're uh, let's move on to. Um, we're bringing
1: the flavor. You bring the technique. <laughs> <That's,
2: yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we're running. We're, we're starting to run short on time on this segment. So I want to skip the food trucks and go to catering. Okay. Um, because this is something. Are, are you guys okay with that? Like, like large, yeah. Yeah. Large, large group groups. catering.
0: Large group cooking.
2: Yeah. So have you. This is something that I think is right up your alley per what you do. And yes. I want your honest, like, shoot me straight on this, bro. Okay. Because, you know, we've all been to weddings. We've all been to events. We've all have been catered, okay? And
1: they're like, this is the best. And yeah,
2: man, the food sucks. Yeah, that, what'd, you, what'd you say? That, I
1: said, that, it's always a dried out chicken breast with some green bean albedines. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: always. Big old pan of them, and, lunch lady scooping them And potatoes. potatoes.
2: <laughs> so, and they're dry as hell. My question is, I mean, oh, yeah, scalloped potatoes, man. The, the people want to get into a lot of people think I cook really good at home in my kitchen. And I, I think I want to get into catering and start selling this to the masses. It's, but there's more to it than that. And my question for you, Todd is, is <laughs> dried ass chicken breasts and green beans, almondine. Is that like part of the course for catering? Because I know you're cooking for a lot of people and you got to keep the food at a certain temperature. Is there yeah. any way to can catering, be good catering. Can you keep the food fresh? Can you make it where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm, this is so good.
4: Absolutely. It can. Um, and I, I, believe a lot of it is in, in the choice of the foods that you pick for your ceremony yes. instead of, instead of the chicken breasts and the, and the air Corvair almondine with, uh, with scallop <laughs> potatoes, you know, get the get some you know be creative you know get a chicken thigh and do something yeah. different with a chicken thigh with yeah. an asian sauce or oh! you know on, on a skewer you know with with some you know amazing wild rice you know you can you want to add the almonds add the almonds in there you know but <laughs> yeah. um, <Can't> forget those <laughs> you know i i recently was part of a catering with my friend danny at um and he he and I you know were th- talking with a, with the bride and it was like she was like I picked and she did she picked um, over the chicken her dad her dad was insistent on getting the the <laughs> chicken breast and she's like no I want a short rib I want a fatty short yeah, rib yeah there you girl go. I'm going that <laughs> yeah. Wedding. Atta girl so, you're getting a good yeah, gift so, that's it we did we did a you know beautiful big Flintstone bone short ribs with. Mm. Um, with uh we took different colored uh fingerling potatoes we tossed them in roasted garlic with some rosemary and olive oil and and stuff like that is simple but it's very good and it's and stick to your, what i call stick to your ribs goodness you know what i mean and you can you can do that on a large scale and 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 it not be shit you know what i mean
2: yeah because i mean i have i could say this to this day i have never had good catered food i mean it's edible you know, I'll yeah. eat it and go, okay, I'm eating this. But I've never had catering that has just been like, I can't believe this is so good. Our oh our, our, our wedding, the catering at our wedding, you know, 11 years ago. We barely ago. ate them. Well, yeah, we drank a bunch. Yeah. But <laughs> what we... Oh, <laughs> liquid, liquid not en- that yeah. night. <laughs> not, not enough. What we did eat, uh, it just, man, it was just, eh, meh, you know? Yeah.
4: Well, most of it is meh when you really think about it. You know, it's, you know, you, you can do... Like I said, you know it, on, on occasion like with this this you know this bride picked the short ribs, you know it's expensive as hell, man, you know that's the yeah. other thing. You know it's expensive. This wedding that we did had it was for 150 people. We had a dessert station, a candy station, coffee, man, they had uh, they had open bar. And I like this service. couple. <laughs> it was, yeah, Some invites. it was it it was service, it, you know, plated dinner and it, you know, it's almost forty five thousand
2: dollars. Oh my
1: god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Our yeah.
2: entire oh. our entire wedding was only fifteen grand. Yeah.
1: So question what? go ahead. Yeah.
4: No, I was going to say my wedding to my wife her and I it was $4,000 not my it was 50 people but we we found a place in Gulfport Florida it was a historic building the chef was like you know an old school chef we had the best best food the uh, best you know best desserts and it was you know 4 4,000 bucks I'm like
2: $5,000 man we got to get into yeah. catering, you all <laughs> yeah. yeah,
4: so that many, but it was tear down. You got to think about it again. It was it was tear down. It was everything. You know, yes. not yeah, yeah. Forty five was true. the the entire wedding,
0: the open bar, exactly. the drinks, yes. the, yes. the exactly. everything. Gotcha. yeah gotcha. Not, not just gotcha. the food. Okay, but, yeah, I not put your button down now. Yeah. but yeah. commonly, like weddings will cater for a hundred dollars a head just for the food. Like that's yeah. not unheard of. The
1: appetizers. So they could have even if, if they
0: had one hundred and fifty guests, uh, uh, fifteen grand just for the food easily.
2: Ours was six years ago. Ours was 60 bucks a guest just for the food. Just for the food. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So, yeah. I mean, and then now 11 years. I'm impressed with It was the
2: best day of my life, honey. Of course it was. I'll never forget and it. And now,
0: uh, 73 years later, like, that money is just so much more. Like, <laughs> yes. you know. I know. Well, I, <laughs> well, I want
1: to get back to the short ribs. So, you're cooking short ribs for 150 people. Like, how many mm-hmm. smokers are you running at this point? Are you, like, Wait,
0: what's, wait, what's your wait. Hold on. Oh, did yeah. every did every person get a full short rib? That's what we they need to know. Said they got a dyno <laughs> bone. They, a,
4: they they got two bones.
0: Every person got two bones. Holy smokes! <laughs> yep. That's huh.
1: still a lot of meat on there.
2: Yeah, so that's a yeah. lot of meat. Are
1: you spritzing those? Are you like? How are you keeping those moist?
2: Because that's a lot so, of meat to, to yeah to, to yeah. cook out.
4: Yeah, so it's being it's being done on, on a Southern Pride rotisserie that mm-hmm. can hold, you know, you know a ton of meat at one time, uh, cooking it to, uh, you know, to wrapping temperature, wrapping it, butcher paper wrap, and then chilling it and then, um, letting it finish, um, just by warming it basically. So that when it's, when it's, when it's warming, you're only basically just finishing the meat. You know what I'm saying? So like when you're pulling it out and you're plating it, it's done. Yeah. Uh, A big,
0: a big advantage with like, uh, catering with barbecue is that most barbecue cuts require a very long extended resting period? Uh, right, you, know, you can you know, cut y- a
1: little short or yeah. go a little longer. Yeah, and
0: like uh, yeah. If, if you're doing chicken breasts, uh, those are amazing if you were to a pan fry up a chicken breast and serve it immediately. But that thing sets in a warming tray for two yeah. hours. It's yes. going to be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Whereas you can play hockey with it. Yeah, uh, your short ribs they need a three, four, five hour resting period under you know controlled conditions and stuff. And so that makes uh, you know I would think. People would do barbecue a lot more for catering than they do.
2: Yeah. So let me ask this, you know, let's say we're, we have a hundred guests and they want filets. How is that going to go down? Is that something that does go down? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there.
4: Absolutely. So, um, usually what you do is you pre-cook them, um, just grill mark them basically, uh, chill them down, hard sears, and do them on site you'll have to finish them on site. Uh, like like you, like,
0: uh, you would pre sear them and then just put them on like oven trays and warm them up in the yeah, oven sheep to temperature sheet pans, yep, warm sheep them up the temperature in the and oven and, and then exactly. serve from there. That's yeah. Genius. So, so, so it's it, reverse of it, reverse sear. It's a regular sear.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> a double reverse sear. What is this madness?
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? So unusual. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. So, um, let's get out of this segment uh, we are we, we running we're running short on time, uh, but on the other side, Todd, you good to stick around for another segment, buddy? Absolutely. Please. All right, because I've got to hear.
1: Yeah, we're not letting it go. We want, we
2: want some war stories. Yeah, we got to hear war stories. I got to hear all about the Tampa Bay Lightning, y'all. So locker room, yeah, the locker absolutely. room talks. Stick around. We'll yeah. see you guys on the other side. I don't know about you, but as a bourbon lover. I get sick and tired of my high quality spirits being tainted by plastic or metal flasks when I'm on the go or in the outdoors. Not to mention having them spring a leak in my pack or back pocket. Well guys, I had enough and it's time you do the same by jumping on board with the TRP crew and get proper. Rag proper. These modern flasks are a perfect vessel for all your favorite spirits. Each flask is built of thick, break-resistant glass then wrapped in a high-end silicone or dark brown leather for that perfect high-end feel and look that a proper person such as yourself deserves. Your spirits deserve more, and so do you. So do the right thing and head to ragproper.com so you can get your hands on the highest quality, best-looking, best-feeling, best-pouring, best-look-how-proper-I-am flask on the market. Use code TRP21 and save to get you in your spirits, what they deserve. Rag proper.
1: Okay, we're back. And so I have been dying to talk to you about this. I know that you were one of the cooks for, um, after the like post-game cooks for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And to me, I'm a huge sports fan now. I don't follow NHL as much as I would like to, but um, love NFL, love sports. So just the whole concept of you being in the locker room or even just yeah. cooking for these guys is super intriguing to me. So first of all, when did this start and how did you get into that position?
4: So let's go back to barbecue. <laughs> 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 Barbecue's
1: everything, man. Yep. Yeah.
4: yeah. That's how I got into Emily arena. Um, chef Brent Lewis, uh, the executive chef and the executive sous chef, John Walsh. Um, there was a, Danny Hernandez, who owns Growing Provisions, used to own a restaurant called Holy Hog Barbecue. Ah. so he had a couple of stands at Amelie Arena, and they were struggling with their barbecue recipes and their processes. So Danny reached out to Chef Brent and said, "Reach out to Todd Lopez. He knows. You know. You know. He can show you guys competition barbecue style. At least dry rub. You know that whole thing. Yeah. And um, so they brought me in, and." Um, Long story short, um, I wanted to get out of the day-to-day because, you know, lifting 50-pound boxes and 75-pound boxes of brisket and pork butts, you know, 50 at a time every single game was, uh, yeah, breaking my back. So I decided to venture. Hang on.
2: You said how many briskets?
4: So every home game at Amelie Arena, they were doing 75 brisket and 75 pork butts.
1: So they were like a little restaurant inside the stadium?
4: Yeah, so like if you go to a stadium and you see a stand there that says, you know, you know, burgers and fries, for instance. Well, mm. Holy Hog Barbecue had brisket and pork butt sandwiches and brisket nachos. So you, you know, we they were everything was produced there in the arena. On oh, an
2: hic- so that
1: just- so prior to every game day, you're prepping that
4: every game. So every you, single home game,
2: and it was this. So you were working for Holy Hog Barbecue at that time.
4: I was actually working for the um, the um, provider, Delaware North. They're the provider over at Amelie Arena. I gotcha. Okay. So like, um, there's Airmark, and you know yeah, yeah, these yeah. these yeah. So Delaware North, they bring me in. You know, I you know switch around the recipes. Everything's you know moving and flowing well i decided to step away from cooking and go back into the sales out, back into sales and um they said we don't want you to stop cooking the guy that's cooking for the for the team in the locker room he's moving to new york will you come and we cook for the team after after every home game and they said but you got to be there every single home game and we'll go into this because they're very superstitious so <laughs> it's got to be the same guy every home game you can't miss unless you're sick you've got to be there and you got to commit to it I said sign me up so for the last
1: well, yes for the uh-huh. last four
4: seasons I would roll into Emily arena at seven o'clock at night from after my day job I would wear my chef clothes to my day job because everything I was doing was on email and and telephones so I would roll in roll <laughs> Emily arena. I was the last I
2: got a person. mental picture of that go ahead sorry the last person-
4: roll into amelie arena I'm, I'm walking with my my backpack the only person on the streets and then i would get there i'd, I'd have a, a speed rack waiting for me in and in a big walk-in cooler i would take a speed rack and i'd push it right into the locker room after the game the guys would roll in and I'll, I'll i'll link you to a video to the lightning um on my um on my instagram so you can so you guys can see me yeah but um they basically after every home game, they would come in, they would, you know, get out of their gear and they would go into this lounge area. And I'm standing there with, uh, anything and everything you could imagine the freshest possible, um, raw materials, um, vegetables, all organic meats, all the best of the best. And, um, they would walk up to me and they, I would be, 10 inches away from andre Vasilevsky, and he would look at me and he'd say i want chicken i want sausage i want rice (laughs) sauce. toss it into a little bit of garlic and i put it in a box and i'd write number 88 on it wrap it in cellophane and put it at the doorway and he would walk out and take it right out the door wow
0: Now, now do you have like a kitchen right next to the locker room that you're doing this in or like what are you cooking on
4: so I have um, I have, uh, I have um, butane, so, I, so it's like an action station. So oh, I okay, have okay. So you have like a butane. burner and stuff.
0: Actually, and, in yeah. the locker room. Oh, okay, though, it looked okay. Like from the
1: pictures, right?
4: The lock, it's literally in the locker room.
0: Okay, so you have just a cart full of raw ingredients, and then they're like, "I want this," and you have a, a burner in front of you, and you make it happen. So make it happen. That's so awesome.
2: These men literally get, are coming off the ice.
1: Stank ass. Stank sweaty. ass.
2: Sweaty ass men stripping down, showering, <laughs> coming out, coming to you, but like give me this. I don't know why they're Russian, but, um, uh, <laughs> 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 I want
3: to sell
2: they, they go out and, and get the food. That's crazy. All right. So, uh, go ahead, well, go ahead.
0: Like, do they have, do you have like an idea of what they're going to have ahead of time? I know there's a lot of superstition with sports and stuff. So is it kind of like, they're going to order these same things. So I'll have them prepped and be kind of ready to go. Or is it kind of just a free for all after after every game?
4: So no. So, um, yeah, they, Every everything is their raw material. So I'll have like chicken, sausage, steak. Yeah. Um. I have. Uh, I would have three different types of sauce. I'd have like a, a fresh marinara, mm-hmm. a vodka sauce, and an Alfredo sauce. I've cool. had five different pastas. I'd have rice, and then I have a whole plethora of vegetables. And I would either do a rice dish, I would do a pasta. If they wanted a steak seared, I would do a steak. And then on the other side of me, there is an area that they um, they would have hot food in, in induction chafers. Mm. So, like, whatever their meal was at night, it could be pulled pork and um, potatoes. And then 90, 99% of the time, they were rolling over to me asking for fresh pasta because it's, yeah. you know, it's being made right there. Yeah. Fresh, fresh,
2: fresh. So, the, so. After the game, there is a menu. Basically, this is what the players are provided unless they want to go to you.
4: Exactly. So they would um, like they would. And I just sent you guys a, a, a link to the lightning Instagram page so you can see if you look at that video, you'll get an idea that you'll see where the players are coming in. And then you'll see a, schlub in, a in a white chef coat with a black chef hat.
1: <laughs> a schlub. A schlub. I know that guy. <laughs> All right. These men are huge, so the portions yeah.
4: they're yeah, they eat a lot. So on every game day they would have a morning breakfast. They would roll in, do a morning skate, have a snack. They always had they always had snacks in the locker room waiting for them and, and like I said, you know the the lightning the lightning organization are just unbelievable they you know they take amazing care of these guys they uh, Jeff Vinick and um, you know Coach John Cooper all of them are just class act you know the NHL that you know I, I can say you know I've done i've done stuff with um uh, c- uh celebrities i've cooked privately for sly and the family stone and i did meet Fly- sly stone and oh, um got a private function in tampa at a-, a good friend of mine's home they were doing a, f- a charity fundraiser and uh, oh yeah you're going to be cooking for the family stone and i said what about sly they said oh no we don't know if sly is going to show up sure enough sly showed up but I can say that uh, without a doubt, the um, as far as celebrity type people, these guys, these um, these athletes who um, have this road to get to the NHL, it's such a long and and um, it's a hard road and it's a hard life for these guys. You know, they're 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 grinding it out and they're so humble and so down to earth and respectful. I mean, unbelievably kind and respectful and. appreciative of everybody that does for them and i can just you know um, amazing organization but uh they get the best of the best you know they're yeah. getting they're getting you know grass fed you know you know grain free everything athletes. organic yeah absolutely
2: i mean they got they, yep. their bodies have to be fueled they they can't put crap like you know twinkies and freaking my favorite, yeah. Viena sausages in their jerky. body. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> d- d- no,
4: but I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you this sometimes, uh, you know, there would be, uh, like a, like, they would bring cookies in sometimes and they would be gone in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> they would, they would, <laughs> oh yeah. Cause they're like, I oh yeah, we don't get as much the These guys would have a tray of sushi. I don't know if, if you can see me, but, um, if you look on my Instagram page, there's some pictures there of, of my setup, but, I'm talking a tray of sushi that they would just devour. Two trays every home game, and again, the best of the best is they're getting the, the freshest fish, the you know, fresh made, you know, right out of the right out of the rice cooker rolled sushi. So you're yeah. making the sushi? No, I'm not. Now I can roll sushi, Okay. but they have a uh, Emily has a um, a full team of sushi chefs over there under un, again under the direction of Waylon Nelson. He's uh, Chef Waylon Nelson and his team are just unbelievable so if you want to yep. check
2: if you want to check out tom's instagram page it's bolt's barbecue chef um at bolt's barbecue chef on instagram y'all have to check that out so that's
4: bbq yep
2: that's right yeah bolt's bbq chef that's
0: so, right so kind of moving on from there though uh you decided that cooking for players wasn't good enough for you and you wanted to cook for uh the hall of fame over at the bucks is that right
2: well i was right the road the
4: so there's um there's a special. Uh, there's areas of, of uh, Raymond James Stadium that are um, uh, separate. You know, you can buy like high-end exclusive tickets to these these areas. And there's one area called the Hall of Fame Group or the Hall of Fame Club and they're getting um, over $800 a ticket to roll in there. You get the best of the best. You're getting carved filet. You're getting carved uh, you know, fresh brisket right out of the smoker. That's one thing over that. Um, they want brisket coming out of the smoker on game day. They don't want nothing to be reheated. So the last thing that comes yes. out of that Southern Pride is brisket so that it's fresh, fresh, fresh.
2: That's the one thing that I can't stand is – 'Cause you you will go to a barbecue joint and you'll order brisket sometimes and you know that was made the day before at least. Yes. It came out and they just warmed it up the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Dry as
1: a bone. Now are they do you get people asking you like, Okay, well uh or any of the athletes like, I want my steak but I want it well done. Are they saying that?
4: Um, everything like as far as steaks go, if, if their steaks weren't uh, cooked well enough, they would bring it over to me because a lot of that would be already done oh, yeah. and they would bring it over to me and they'll say, Hey, you know, put some more heat on this for me.
1: And you're like, blasphemy. You're overcompanying me. I won't do
4: You want some ketchup with that too?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: If it was Jeremy, Jeremy would be like, no, I, I, mean, I don't like, no. it like that. <laughs> Look,
0: you're a professional out there. I'm professional in here. You're going to eat the damn steak. You <laughs> eat what I serve you.
1: So you're cooking all this delicious stuff. I mean, whether it's at, you know, you know, doing the VIP guys you're doing or doing the locker room, stuff like that. I mean, how hard is it for you not to just be like, Little here and snack here, and you're making all this delicious food. Like, how do you stop yourself from eating it? Well,
4: I don't. I I, t- I taste everything uh, before I I give it to them because I I, I want to make sure that their ta- what they're take what that it tastes good. I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna give. Uh, absolutely i'm tasting everything mm. you know yeah i'm not using my i'm not using i'm not dipping my finger in it or licking it you know, <laughs> you know licking <laughs> it through. Mm. through. <laughs> yeah, yeah when you get
0: like a whole box full of a5 wagyu fillets like you have to try one to make sure yeah, uh absolutely. for quality assurance purposes <laughs> you know yeah. the caviar must be tasted yeah. uh the foie gras uh, yeah exactly
2: so like,
0: go like, ahead you see
1: so you're, you know, you're, I'm, I'm assuming that this takes quite some time to cook for all of these guys and stuff like that. It's the end of the night. It's time for you to eat. Are you going home and cooking yourself something elaborate? Or are you like throwing in a hot pocket into the microwave for two minutes?
4: No, I'm making myself a big old, a big old steak. I'm, I'm pulling it right out of right out of those provisions that I pulled in that locker room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: you I'm boxing it too. up.
4: I'm boxing it up, and I'm writing Chef Todd on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you got to put a little bit aside. That's,
0: get a big yeah. old two pound ribeye and throw it in there. Yeah,
1: that, that's how
0: taxes are.
2: They're it's getting the tax. They're getting the best of the best stuff. Why not, man? A little skim, skim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
4: But Stacy, what to what you're saying, you definitely. I mean, it gets, you know, like I, I was in the kitchen today over at uh, Raymond James and, you know, you, you get to moving in there and you forget to eat, you forget to drink water and yeah. you're behind a, One, now you're in a mask and you're behind a 500 degree, you know, grill. Yep. And all of a sudden you're starting to, you're starting to like, you know, see uh Yogi Bear walking, you know,
0: walking <laughs> in the kitchen.
2: <laughs> I got a pick, pick in the basket. And,
0: and that yeah. goes back to like our, uh, our earlier stuff of competition and catering and stuff. When you're just like looking at food for eight hours, you don't want to show food in your own face. Like, but you, you have to do that in order to keep going. That You yeah. have to feel yourself.
2: Yes, that's exactly right. Fuel your body needs fuel, even though you don't want it. You got it. You got to hydrate and you got to eat, no matter what.
0: All right, yeah. we're 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 at the point. We want to hear your your best war stories, uh, th- the best crazy stories from serving these these uber
4: rich people and these uh, professional athletes.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: All
2: right,
0: <laughs> Chef
4: Todd, come at us with them. I'm ready. So I I'm going to give you guys one good one. So it was um, it was three seasons ago and the um they the the bolts lost and we had we had you know the the normal amount of food that we would make and we had these big trays of sushi you know these sushi platters and one of the players i'm not going to name names was very upset (laughs) and was took a couple bites of sushi then took another bite of sushi and all of a sudden Sushi roll, <laughs> sushi roll across the room. Sushi roll across what the room. Sushi roll across the time? room three times. Yeah, three times. He <laughs> <Three> spaced <sushi laughs> it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm, I'm like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is awkward
4: do you know you want to die literally you want to dive under you want i want to dive under my table because you know it's it's there, there's so much passion and there's so much put into what they're doing and when they lose they they can be they can be very um i would say upset but disappointed and rightfully so but that one time was hysterical and then um Another player walks in and said, was there flying sushi in here? (laughs) (laughs) I guess that broke the tension. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, how incredible was that to be a part of something so large as that And, and such an integral part of their careers, too, because nutrition is everything when it comes to that. I mean, like, what did you take away from your time and your years with them?
4: So I learned a lot, um, from Chef Brent Lewis and from Chef Waylon Nelson far as planning and how, how much these guys would work with the, um, the nutrition guys, uh, for the lightning and all the time that goes into the, uh, the perfect planning of every, everything that they eat and everything being so clean and, um, the processes being so, you know, sharp and, um it's, it's made me, I, I, you know, a a lot of times I say, you know, home chefs can be, um, disorganized, um, and messy. And I can tell you that, um, in my years, uh, working with those two chefs, as well as, um, the, um, you know, the team trainers and the, the, um, the people that are responsible for getting the food for these guys, um, was paramount in me learning about how to, um, you know plan especially like if i wanted to plan you know even a big family function just you know it, the processes that go behind everything i've i've uh, i've sharpened my skills big time
2: all
1: right yeah, and and you know like when when you think of like athletes you know and a lot of people you know they do make a lot of money. It's easy for yep. us to sit back and say, yeah, oh, wow, they show up to a couple games and they make so much money. But to think about all the planning that goes into that, you know, like you said, yeah. like with, between the training, meeting with nutritionists, the sacrifices they make, like yes. we're sitting here drinking bourbon and munching on popcorn. That's not something well,
2: not that they get. Us. not yeah, all of well, us. I'm drinking beer out, out of an <laughs> ale horn. Okay, but what there's
1: sacrifices <laughs> that go in all year round. Yeah. Uh, time from family. You know, they're eating dinner in a locker room versus having dinner yeah. with their families. So, like right. hearing this aspect of it, I realize there's a lot more work that goes behind the scenes.
4: Yeah, there is, and it's um, it's rewarding. You know, you said, well, you know, it, it's almost surreal because you know, here I am. I'm not a classically trained chef, and I'm at. You know, maybe one percent of of people who have cooked can say they've cooked for a Stanley Cup, you know, championship team in the locker room and, and getting text messages from them, you know, hey, you know, great game. And, you know, it's it's surreal, but it's 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 huge because. I've learned so much in that, you know, yes, these guys, like you were saying, they're, they're these, you know, they're very wealthy. They're, you know, they've got everything they've ever wanted, but they're yet so humble, appreciative, and um, grateful.
2: I love that.
1: I love that. I have one more question for him. Do you have something to say?
2: Well, no, I was just going to say that it makes you feel good because I've always looked at, at food. As fellowship. It's a place for people to gather and it's a place for people to communicate. And it's always nice. I know a lot of people in the restaurant business in the catering business, competitions, whatever. If you're serving food, sometimes it's too public. You you come across some bad apples. And in your position, it's a blessing that you get to serve food to people that really appreciate what you're doing.
4: It's a huge blessing, and you know what? Your your motto, you know, the one thing that I, I love about you guys is, you know, God is at the forefront, mm-hmm. and for me as well, you know, I I am I, I am here today be only because of the grace of God and my faith Amen. in Jesus Christ, and I don't take that for granted. I count my blessings. I'm grateful, so grateful for what He's given me and the opportunities that He's given that He's given to me. And you know, it's um, uh, it's Without him, I would be nothing.
2: Amen.
1: He's brother. put you in sure. a lot of great places, and yeah. thankfully, he's put you in our lives, That's and we right. made a friendship because of it. So we're <laughs> super grateful for that. <laughs> Last thing I want you just to leave our, our listeners with is you said you make a lot of pasta. Tell yep. me how to make the best vodka sauce.
2: Ooh, okay, mm. on the spot,
1: sucker.
4: You know what I'll do? I'll, I'll send you the I'll send you the vodka sauce recipe that I would that would be in every locker room in the locker room after every game.
2: Yeah, That's absolutely. I want would. it. That sounds great. Well,
1: I want it because I want to make it.
2: Instead of that, then before you before you uh, before you head out, brother, tell everybody real quick, you know, just how they can follow you, so they can follow along on all your new adventures. Um, you know, li- leaving the the lightning and heading over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, you're yep. gonna be you're gonna be in there cooking for the the, the rich and famous, cooking for the yep. goat. Come on, brother, tell them where they can <laughs> find you.
4: Yeah. Uh, follow me at at Bolts BBQ Chef on Instagram. Um, I am on Facebook, um, but I'm, I'm going to be actually launching a, um, a YouTube page. So I'm going to start doing some YouTube videos. Nice. Um, and I'm going to yeah, I don't know what the, I'm going to call it yet. Maybe something like opening the egg or something like that and just. <laughs> Do, uh, do my, you know, do, do what I love, man. And I love cooking. God's given me a a blessing and a a gift and I want to share it with people. Yeah. You need to be a witness at all times. Yes. From a distance, especially.
2: I love that.
1: I'm looking forward to that. Maybe
2: you should call it cooking with trophies. Because, (laughs) you know, reloading your egg, you got some some championship teams that you've been working with, man. So I like it, my brother. So, buddy, thank you so much for coming on. I know we didn't we we just scratched the surface at a lot of the things and a lot of your talent. Um, But I appreciate you coming on here and giving everybody a plethora of information.
4: Oh, it's been a blessing. Thank you for having me, guys. You got it, man.
2: All right, guys, so stick around for the next segment because on the other side, yours truly is bringing in a micro porn, y'all. So stick around. We got that and Reload Recommends. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll see you on the other side. Do you like to cook? Of course you do. And we all know that quality knives and tools are a cook's best friend. That's why we only use the best. Dow Strong dowstrong has the highest quality sexiest knives i've ever laid my hands on any knife that you would ever need they have it but they don't stop there guys at Dalstrong.com, they also carry block sets aprons cookware culinary tools and even everything you need to maintain a kitchen's best friend so guys run I said run to DowStrong.com and use code that reload podcast. I said that reload podcast to save on the finest brand in the game. DowStrong. All right you guys, so we got a micro porn going down today. Uh, it's yours truly. I'm bringing it I'm bringing it big because that's what I do. All right, so what we're gonna do on this micro porn is we got two whiskeys. We got one that's gonna be Booker's Pigskin batch. All right, this is, Booker's is one that we all love. It is a fantastic, high-proof, small-batch bourbon that never, never let you down. All right, but I wanted to put this sucker up against my favorite. This is a top five whiskey on the top 15 TRP list. It's Jack Daniel's single barrel, barrel-proof, gold-labeled, y'all. So I'm putting these two together because I want to see if in a blind, does the Jack Daniels stand up. I know Booker's is going to be a heavy hitter y'all. Um, now if you're not familiar with Bookers, it is was created by Booker No. It's a Jim Bean product. It's so good. Anytime you see a bottle of Bookers, grab it. But I want to see if this if Jack Daniels single barrel bell proof will stand the test and stay in the top five. Against the heavy hitter bookers. So stick around, y'all. We're gonna hit you on the other side. Let's get it. All right, guys. So we are back from the break, and microphone is in session. Session. That's right. It's about to be in our mouths. So, guys, I have two beautiful whiskeys here in front of
0: you right
1: now. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so,
3: mm. they're, right. they're
2: very dark. Yes. So, what I want
1: to do right now. They're probably to- like 300 proof if Joel poured them for us. I have yeah.
2: <laughs> 1,000. How do you get more proof in your proof? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, go ahead, pick up uh, number A. We're going to do our Ooh, same. Smells ro- hot. Our same rigamaro. You know, t- taste it. You know, think about it. We're going to go roll through this jazz quick.
1: Hot. Delicious.
2: Okay. Ooh, very
0: hot on the back.
1: High proof. But that's delicious. I will keep it. Oh, that's Jack Daniels. Keep, uh, keep, single barrel barrel proof.
2: Keep that in your brain. Okay.
0: That is hot.
1: Yeah.
2: Jeremy, you all right? <laughs> no, that is like I. W- or a Booker's. It doesn't
0: taste hot on the on your tongue. Uh huh. And then when you go to swallow it it was it was yeah yeah, yeah. stacy's pointing to her chest right now my start it's like yeah my right there and like the bait like your top of your chest is where you feel the heat. do you yeah it do do goes down like smooth ta- do you
2: like the taste of it
1: yeah yeah, yeah the taste is incredible yeah. no no, uh, no goes it's, down it's smooth, not bad at all
0: it's great yeah
1: it's either a booker's or a jack daniels barrel proof
0: it smelled hot but i was like well i've had as that old-fashioned so maybe i'm not acclimatized to it but i was like okay no.
1: cinnamon back end Mm-hmm. Very good after finish. Your mouth isn't left burning. It's just your chest. Like, no. I feel like my chest is on fire.
0: Normally with high proofers, you get like the the numb mouth, the numb uh, lips. No, no. No like, mouth burn. Yeah. Okay. I'm good there. Okay. That, that was unique. Just it, in
1: between my breasts. I just, 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 feel
0: this is going to be like <laughs> a deceptively, a deceptive.
2: Yeah. De- it's
0: I de- in da- between your breasts, da- breasts burn too. Da- 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 da. It's going to be a tricky high proof. A deceptively high proof. All right. So
2: uh, let's get into number B. Pick it up. Get a smell, get a taste
1: <laughs> It's hot
2: what, what was that Stacey? <laughs> it was hot N-
0: No a cheek time check now <laughs> No, now I
1: know what it is It's usually like me smelling or <laughs> tasting something <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That burns too on the tongue but delicious. They're both delicious. Ooh,
0: nutty on the back end. Um, roasted uh, roasted nuts on the back yeah, end. Wow. Like chestnuts. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, wow. That, that hit weird. It started very caramely, mm-hmm. and then roasted nuts on the back. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, oh, those b- are both excellent. They're both good. Number B is my preference, though. That was really good. I'm
1: going to go back and forth.
0: They're, they're both 190 proof, so we don't even need to do that part. Um, maybe 195 sorry <laughs> I feel confident with Price's Right rules of not going over uh, that they're both 190 proof mm. these are some dark mugs
1: I think I would prefer a little of <laughs> splash of water splash of water it's taking my breath
3: away
2: <laughs> do, do y'all want
1: a splash of water take my no. breath away I, got it. Hey. I ain't no bitch what's my hotkey Bitch, i drink that straight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm ready to say my preference.
2: Okay. Okay, let's go. Stacy.
1: Um, Both fantastic. Agree. Um, but I'm going with A. A was my favorite. A I think was B your... hit harder to me. Okay, okay.
0: Loved them both, um, but B was a more complete flavor, in my opinion. Um, a was a l- not flat, but not as robust in the front um bee just took you through a bunch of different flavors uh the caramel the toasted nuts i mean there was a lot going on there and i really enjoyed B. Bee.
1: B's after flavor was great it just was a little strong for me and I honestly think a little bit of water would help
0: okay i'm putting them both in like the 120 proof range uh plus
1: 130
0: yeah the 120 plus range uh cask strength range um and and at that at that range, they're both going to be expensive. So I'll Joel's like that. they're
1: ninety uh-uh. proof.
0: <laughs> well, they're special reserve very, and Maker's Mark original. Is <laughs> that <Very, very
1: laughs> g-
2: g- gentleman Jack? You know. All
1: right, what are these?
2: All right, so uh, man, so oh, hang on. Say what was
1: your preference, knowing what they are? What was your preference?
2: I'm gonna have to again. One. A or B. I have no cleanser. A or B. A or B. <laughs> A or B. A or B. Right, hang on, hang on. I wasn't really paying attention. I was just drinking. Eggs or broccoli? Oh, sorry, it's
1: really turning <laughs> Man! <laughs> that one
2: singed
0: my nose. So Joel has a little glass that we got him for his birthday. Uh, Matt and I got him for him. And they're like these World of Whiskey sniffer glasses. And he just shoved his whole nose in it. It's
1: like a wine glass with a sniffer. <laughs> yeah. Like a globe.
0: It, it is a, a unique glass.
2: I'm going to say, ma'am. Really hard. I gotta wait for you guys. So you all like a Stacy A, yeah. Jeremy B, A. Okay. Uh, What we have here, guys, is a it was the TRP Top Fifteen Test of the Titans. Okay. Mm. So what I did here is I took our top five. Our number five. Um, whiskey. Jack Daniel's single barrel barrel proof coming in at 128.3 Whew. degrees. Um, and then I paired it up with Booker's mm. pigskin batch, which was
1: 127.5. Is I'm sorry. The- I said 130 proof. And Let what did I say? Both of you you did.
0: Did. No, I said 120s okay. plus. You said 130, so Price is Right rules. I Okay. Went. Ah. But what did I say? Right.
1: Jack Daniel's barrel proof and Booker's. So um, A,
2: A, Jack Daniels Barrel Proof, B. Booker's.
0: Uh, the pigskin is that the most current batch? No. That no, that's the 2020 okay.
2: batch. The 2021 batch. I forgot what it's called. Donovan's. Don- 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 yeah, Donovan's batch. Okay.
0: And okay. then
1: there's a new one, Tagalong.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, if, yeah. If the girls' a shot.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm pretty. Cool. Am- I- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's due. You guys probably li- don't want to listen to me bitch about this, but I said. Jack Daniels barrel proof for that one
2: <laughs> you did you Joel
0: did. did you hear her say Jack Daniels and Booker and I, I, said, I, I, I didn't, didn't hear that I, I yes, didn't yes. hear any
2: such I thing didn't, didn't her ovaries yeah. are on the table Joel's y'all. gonna edit this oh, out grief. he will <laughs> edit
1: this out and Jeremy's okay we, with
0: it we don't edit the whole podcast in this one thing we're gonna
2: cut out
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just because you'll never that's live it down I was right
2: that's right you know. But no, you did. You called. No, you, Very you, impressed. You well, get,
1: you want to know why I knew that?
2: Because you guessed
0: the two highest proof bourbons that were or whiskeys yeah. that were out there.
1: Well, <laughs> you want to know why, it's because Jack Daniel's Barrel Proof, single barrel Barrel Proof, and any Booker's batches
3: mm-hmm.
1: always are solid, robust flavors. Yeah. And high proofers. I knew that for with the quality of taste that we were tasting. I knew it was their high caliber. So
2: you'll be proud of me. I. When I was coming up with this micro porn, I was like, "I'm gonna, pa- I'm gonna, I'm gonna pair GTS with this."
1: <laughs> I would have. Oh. <laughs> and he's I, pouring like two fingers worth and yeah. three glasses.
2: I, I, I actually, I, I, I was, I was very curious if GTS would hold up. Against Booker's, mm-hmm. I was curious. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe
1: we need another. We need Brittany to hook us up with another one for well, science purposes. We gotta hang science, out. We, yeah. for science.
2: Yes, we have to hang for on the, for the people. Yeah. And then I came to my senses and I said, "No, you only have probably like barely over a third of a bottle left." Uh, and then you said, "Do I want
1: to sleep on my sleep number bed tonight, or <laughs> yeah. next to my hot wife, or do I want to sleep on the couch?" So
2: then, next to the dog. So then <laughs> I decided, you know what? I'm gonna do some Stag Junior. I want to do that one, and then I was like, "But I just cashed a bottle, and if I do a fresh crack, Stacy will be pissed at that too." <laughs> <laughs> so so okay. I, no, I wouldn't I, have been pissed. I found two kind of. open bottles of relatively the same same uh, caliber, caliber, yeah, yeah, of, of whiskeys. They're both fantastic. Yeah, and, and I'll
1: tell you guys this: all of you guys that are out there listening that are bourbon drinkers, I, I told our back, you know, our behind the scenes bourbon. Hookup anytime a new bookers comes out. I want it. Because they have proven their worth.
0: Yeah, t- time and time again, uh, you can generally uh the MSRP on that bottle is about a hundred dollars. Uh it- it'll stray ten dollars either way on there. Yeah,
1: sometimes you can find 80, 90 bucks. Yeah,
0: sometimes 110, something like that. But like uh for for that price range, you're getting a really, really good bottle.
1: You're getting a unique bottle and you can confidently say it's gonna be good.
2: All right, so this may be a disappointment to some of those in the, um, for the TRV list, the top five. But I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to roll with Jeremy on this. I think that bookers for the, se- they're virtually the same proof.
1: Yeah. It's more complex.
2: I mean, it's, it doesn't eat you up. Yeah. Thank like you. the Jack Daniels does. And, um, it's got- Where
0: was Booker's at on that
1: list? Well,
2: We had Little Book. I don't even know if we had Booker's on Little there.
1: Book was number two. We did not have Booker's on there.
2: Booker's wasn't on the list because there's...
1: But, plus- I mean... Well, because it's hard with Booker's because it's a different one every single time. Every it's, it's a new batch every yeah, quarter. It's
2: a new batch. Yeah, Little Book was number two.
1: Every okay. quarter or three times a year or something like that. But yeah, guys get yeah, it up.
2: But I'm know. telling you, every Booker's that I get is complex, but it's different. Yeah. And this pigskin batch, I, I'm partial to. It's very good. And I think the complexity of it, like you were talking about, is- There's so yeah. much going on there. De- a lot de- of flavor. Dead heat, but I, I'm putting that above.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, I tasted both of these and I was like, wow. Yeah.
2: All right. All right. So let's get out of this segment right now. You know what, guys? It's time for my segment. It's this whole second or last half of this podcast is me, the host of the You Love the Most that you like to roast. And with that being said, let's roll straight into... Tss.
1: Reload recommendations, recommendations for Reload just for you know a cheek. Yeah, baby.
0: Joel, that was your best one yet. I know. I Good mean, I, I really
2: dove deep into my, you know, feminine side.
0: And you, you you channeled like Mariah Carey there. You that, like that? that? was fantastic. Mm, mm, yeah. Let's recommend. That's Perfect, what I'm talking about. Perfect All
2: right, guys. So let's roll straight into this thing. Jeremy, I'm going to start off with you. We're going to roll in with me, and then Stacey's going to round things out <coughs> for the end of the show. All right, so- uh, on- You
1: better have some sourdough in that backpack.
0: You saw me whip out the backpack, <laughs> uh, unzip it slowly, <laughs> so there is something in the backpack. Oh,
1: sourdough! No, not
0: sourdough. Damn it. Damn this is, a, this is a two or a, a Wednesday night, Stacey. When would I make sourdough? Yeah, you
1: did come. Anyway,
0: here, yeah. sour, we had sourdough earlier. Anyway. So, uh, uh, recently, I was on a vacation to the beach. Uh, as I got there, uh, my wife's grandparents gave me a little gift of a of a bottle of bourbon and a book. And I already had the book, but I hadn't read it yet. But now I had a copy at the beach, so I read it at the beach. And it was a really good book, and because I have two copies now, I got one for you guys. <laughs> He's like Santa Claus, I love it's, it. it! It's Flower Water, Salt Yeast by Ken Ford. No, I'm just uh, kidding.
1: Uh, third, my third installment.
0: It is Happy uh, Land uh, by Wright, Thomas and by Julian Van Winkle um, um, a story of family fine bourbon and the last uh, and things that last it's the story of Pappy Van Winkle I'll give it to you Stacey because you're the only one who knows how to read okay but that's Um,
3: going up on the shelf I can't um, read it going in the
0: studio on the shelf uh, the book is like the the story, like the the three generations of Pappy Van Winkle um, about the family, about their rise in the industry during the bourbon boom of the uh, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and then of the massive crash and how they, they literally lost everything in the 80s and 90s. And then Julian Van Winkle, um, I think the third or junior, I forget which one it is, um, the, the current one who runs it, how he brought it back from the brink of, uh, of nothing. Uh, he, they had nothing. They lost their entire distillery. Oh. Wow. Weller Stitzel was sold out. Uh, bourbon sucked back then, and they were selling barrels that are, are, are literally pure gold today because everyone loves bourbon so much. They, they, they were shi- um, 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 Diago was shipping them to Canada to mix into blended whiskeys. Uh, oh man! I mean, just stuff you can't find anymore. That original Stitzel, Stitzel Weller, um, and so uh, it's kind of his story about bringing it back. I mean, you think of Pappy, and you're like, oh, those guys always had it. You know, they, they've always yeah. been on top, but they haven't. They've had a, he's had a crazy struggle of just him. Taking this inheritance of um, of what they earned during the first bourbon boom, and just spending it all trying to keep Pappy on the shelf and trying to make something right. and doing sourced whiskeys and using his incredible palate to find uh, to source barrels that match their flavor profile for all these years, and he did such a good job that um, you know Buffalo Trace came in. And they said we want we want to make your whiskey for you, and he said okay, and then 15 years later it was on the shelf because that's what it took to make their unique whiskeys. Wow. Um, it's it's an incredible story um, and it, it, and just a fun read. I'm I'll,
1: excited about that. I'll be
2: purchasing this on audiobook.
1: Oh, we've got the book right here. Well, that's for you. It's going up on the shelf after uh, I read it. Sure. You know. Thank you so much. I can't
2: read S- good.
1: It's second best to some <laughs> ballistic sourdough. We're, we're,
2: we're going to need to do shelves after this episode. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. So my recommendation is the infamous Joe Rogan podcast. He had an episode that Stacy turned me on to, and it's a, this is a this is a serious topic, so maybe a little bit of a downer. But it was um, she, he had this woman who was a defector from North Korea on there, and we all have joked and shit on about North Korea, you know, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But to really know. What is going on there and to really know what this woman went through and what is continuing to go on for the last 80 years, you guys, I'm telling you, it will blow your mind. It will make you appreciate the life that you have even more and it will bring some awareness to what's going on in North Korea. So check it out. Joe Rogan podcast. Um, I don't you know, I did not I don't know why I didn't even prepare the Daggum episode number.
1: You need to start preparing gifts.
0: Um, I am familiar with this episode you're talking about. I have not listened to it yet, but um, I've seen like literally everyone we know posting about it mm-hmm. because um, I it, it, I think it's just going to be one of his seminal episodes. Uh, it's just,
1: just
2: captures- eye opening. I normally yeah. don't. If
1: anything, you just are more thankful for the things in your life.
2: Yeah. I, I normally cannot listen to the the Joe Rogan experience because of the episodes being three plus hours long. Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. But this is episode uh, one thousand six hundred ninety-one. So sixteen ninety-one is the episode number.
1: Yeah, and he was like, "I just can't stop."
2: I yeah. couldn't. I yeah, was yeah. addicted. Uh, every second of that podcast, my jaw was on the floor.
0: Yeah, he he has guests occasionally where it's like that, where and and and, yeah. and I do the same thing. I cherry pick the good episodes, and he gets those people on occasionally where like you're just like, I gotta, I'm home, but I gotta go for a walk or something because I, I gotta I gotta finish this thing. You know That's so what's it? going yeah. on it. is like another planet. Yeah, like oh, it yeah. just
1: doesn't even seem like it could actually occur on our. Mm -hmm. Planet. So
0: after you listen to every single one of our episodes, then go listen to this (laughs) episode. That's it.
2: Mm -hmm. That's it. Once you get through all (laughs) of of them.
1: that's
2: it. You go do this one. All right? So, all right. Check it out. Joe Rogan Experience, episode 1691. Check it out. I promise you, no matter where you are in life, you will not regret listening to this episode. So, Stacey, bring us home, girl.
1: All right, my friends. Today, for Reload Recommends, I have a song by American Southern Rock Group. Whiskey Myers, from their 2011 album, Firewater, this is Broken Window Serenade.
3: A couple of pretty flies, that's what I brought to you I saw you through a broken window with a different point of view You had signs of depression from a long line of sin in your face Tells a story about the places you have been,
4: I love you so and muddy
3: waters flowing and as you take my hand past
1: the creek down by the holler through your daddy's land and i could buy you a dollar. that's my reload recommends for this week god bless america put me in the fields, yeah. girl come it's on a very heavy song um i encourage you to listen to the lyrics um not The typical pick that I usually pick for Reload Recommends. I'm usually doing the upbeat stuff, but this is about a guy who's looking through this broken window at a girl that he has a crush on that he loves, and he's saying, "I see you from a different perspective." And he watches her wither away from addiction. So, um, it's just the anything with a harmonica and beautiful like strings.
2: I've listened to this (sighs) song. I've listened to this song before, and I my take from the song is, is this guy's trying to Myers. he's trying to save it, the theme he's trying to save this girl but he yeah. can't because of her addiction
1: yeah and that's the reality of what's going on in this world right now i mean there's a lot of things like that but that song is just so warm it's great fall song sitting by the fire drinking that bourbon smoking yeah that cigar so Let's... yeah love it love it love it all
2: right y'all well guys thank you all so much for listening to this podcast and look If you want to be awesome, hit that subscribe button. Do it. Do it right now. That way you can listen to that Reload podcast anytime, anywhere. We love you guys, and we'll see you on the next show.
1: See you next Tuesday.
2: This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to reloadRub.com and order yours today. This is like giving The spirit is guiding I cannot contain it My soul just spills it. So thank you dear Jesus for your gift of love from above
0: People know me for knowing um, the the balls, all the balls
1: hockey balls
2: you're, you're a,
0: a <laughs> <laughs> yeah like this guy was a professional hockey ball uh, mm-hmm. coach or a uh, chef
2: burning up in here cuz i'm so damn hot todd hey <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: all this bourbon It's that bourbon blanket mm. hockey balls mm.
2: big dicks
3: salt salty, salty sea <laughs> <laughs>